hello, Zuko here. What's up, you guys? Welcome to the Brave and the Elements podcast panel here at San Diego Comic-Con 2022. What's up? Welcome, you guys. So excited to be here. Um, it's great to be back at San Diego Comic-Con, one of my favorite Comic-Cons in the world. It's, the, of course, the mother of all Comic-Cons, so it's good to be back. And good to be back with everybody this year. This place is packed. Now, Janet is so sad she can't make it. I know, I know, I'm, I'm the saddest of all because now, now I have to host. I, I'm so, I'm so reliant upon Janet. She is the avatar. I'm just a, I'm just a measly fire lord. I don't know if I can handle this, but I'm going to do my best to uh, get through this podcast and get through this panel, hopefully regain my honor. Now, for people that don't know about the Braving the Elements podcast, it's a podcast we do here at Nickelodeon, and me and Janet Varney, the voice of Korra, we are going through the whole series of Avatar, episode by episode. This season, we're in the middle of book two. This is our second season, and we've been having the most amazing time. It's been a very unique thing for me in my career to go back and see something I've done that started over 15 years ago. And so when we go through the episode, we go through everything, like the library, the Blind Bandit, and we go, we bring in the actors in that played the roles, we bring in the creators, Mike and Brian has joined us for so many episodes, the animators, the musicians who do the music, and so really get to deep dive in, um, and beyond just having the people that worked on the show, we do many episodes where fans come into the show and we talk about the show from all of our points of view and all of our questions, so it's been a really amazing, amazing journey. We're in the middle of book two right now, so you can subscribe to Brave the Elements on Spotify, iHeartRadio, wherever you get your podcasts. And we also drop new information about the show. We are the official companion podcast to Avatar The Last Airbender. So welcome to the podcast live panel here at San Diego Comic-Con. Now, even though Janet can't be here today, they did not let me be alone on the stage with you guys. We actually have some special guests to join us from the Avatarverse. And uh, I would like to bring to the stage Sokka. Jack DeSanta. Give it up, y'all. Hello. Hello. Also along with Sokka, we have Quay, the Earth King, Phil Lamar. Give it up one time for Phil Lamar. So, fell, hold, hold on a second. My phone is... Actually, it's Janet texting, saying she's sorry. She can, we, I already told him that, Janet. <laughs> but she said... Well, she just sent a video. Oh. oh. Hello, Avatar Breathing the Elements podcast friends and Avatarverse lovers. It's me, Janet, and I am so sad not to be at San Diego Comic-Con with Dante and with all of you. I've just been doing a little reading while I recuperate, and it reminded me that we actually have some exclusive Avatar Studios news for you all. Now, there have been a lot of rumors floating around, a lot of speculation and a lot of excitement. I feel it, too. But we figured it was time to set the record straight. The first feature-length movie from Avatar Studios will be focusing on Avatar... Aang and his friends. And I, for one, cannot wait. Now, where was Aang? 
So there it is. The official news coming out. The first film is going to revisit Aang and the gang and friends. Very exciting. So very exciting. The gang. All right, so we can't wait to see what Mike and Brian come up with and how they continue the story. Now, thank you guys for joining us, Phil and Jack. Phil, you joined the Avatar family in season two. Do you remember coming onto the show? Yeah, yeah, it was interesting because, you know, I'd done some other Nickelodeon shows at the time, and I'm like, this is not like those other Nickelodeon shows. (laughs) Right? Plus, the, you know, the wonder of being able to work with so many friends that I'd known, I mean, you and I yes. had known each other for like 10 years back then. Back then, 10 years. If you dig through YouTube, you can find me and Phil playing teenagers on a sitcom. <laughs> I don't know. Was it Hanging Mr. Cooper? It was Hanging with Mr. Hanging Cooper. Hanging with Mr. Yeah. Cooper. Look for me and Phil Lamar as teenagers. It was such a pleasure to be able to work with, with you, with Gray, with D. Bradley Baker, May Whitney. You know, people was like, oh, I love all these people. And it was um, my first time working with Andrea Romano, who was our voice director. Legendary Andrea Romano. You know, I mean, everything she touched is gold for your ears. You know, because we had worked together on Static Shock and Justice League. And, and then she said, hey, Phil, come work on this other show I'm working on. So, oh, what's it? Oh, dang. We're in a whole new world. I just got into voice acting at that time, and I think working with Andrea Romano, I learned so much about voice acting and, right. and doing stuff from on camera to doing voiceover. So mm-hmm. shout out to and- the GOAT, Andrea Romano, the GOAT. Yes. Now, okay, Jack, do you remember book two? Uh, no, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> some of it. Yeah, book two. Book two's great. The book two's got a lot of very fun Sokka stuff. Yeah, dude, he had a lot of growth in that season. Yeah, it's sort of, if season one, we're just meeting him, he's just starting out by season three, we see him become this like very, you know, mature in his way leader. Um, and season two is sort of the bridge, the growth. It's like his college years, going to the library. It's like yeah. all important, <laughs> formative juice. things that bring him to, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Wait, if it's 15 years old, is those still considered spoilers? We're fine, I know. Right? <laughs> At this point, if it's a spoiler, you're in the wrong panel. <laughs> <laughs> there probably are people who are using this podcast as like a companion yeah, to watch it for true. the first time. It's true. Wow. I, I mean, but I'm, I'm going back and learning. I'm watching episodes again. I'm sure you guys have watched some of the episodes. It's kind of like feeling like I'm watching for the first time. Right. Because you probably haven't actually seen them. No. <laughs> for people that listen to the podcast, and you know that I have never actually watched the whole thing in chronological order. As you guys know, everyone, we work yeah. a lot, and sometimes after... You work too much to sit down and watch cartoons all day long. Hey! But going back and watching it episode by episode, really reliving it, and I'm like, I remember we, we did save the world. Like, how did we do it? <laughs> I know that there is a season two episode that I have never seen and didn't read the script and did... <laughs> Which one? You weren't in it? I wasn't in it, so they didn't send me the script, and then... And you didn't care? I, I was probably in that episode. It was all, it was all you. Is there like one... <laughs> Zuko alone. Zuko alone, I've literally never seen it. It's <laughs> good, right? Is you that guys. one good? But that I found out there's a whole episode. It's in that episode. <laughs> wow. Okay. It's a I very watch that one. important I should watch that episode. One. Heard it's good. Um, do you guys have any particular memories of the times of us doing Avatar originally? Um, well, like I said, just being able to work again with people. I mean, including Mako. Including Mako, oh, yeah. yeah. Uncle Iroh, the original actor of Uncle Iroh. 
rest in peace, Marco, who's just an amazing actor, someone I grew up with personally. I've worked with him since I was 12 years old in various things. He played my uncle or my father various times in my career. So he was like, in a lot of ways, he was like an Uncle Iroh to me. Because like, as an elder Asian-American actor, he was someone I can always go to. And he'd ask me, check in on my career. Right. How's it going? Give me advice. And, and I love that. And he was very much a part of the whole VO world for years. Yeah, I mean, he and I worked together on Samurai Jack for four seasons. And most of the time, it was just me and him right. in the episodes. And that was like getting paid to get a you know, PhD in acting. Right. To be able to work next to Mako for four years. He's a legend. He's a legend. Absolutely. Jack, you were a kid. When yes. We did, when we, <laughs> When we first started this, you were literally, you guys, Jack's hair was down to his shoulders, yeah. super curly. Yep. He was doing, you were still doing all that. Yeah, I was on all that on Nickelodeon. Oh, and I, the pilot in the first season was maybe like my senior year of high school. Right. I was still doing all that. And That's then, what my, my memory of first meeting Jack was he was getting ready to like take all the college stuff and what college is going to go to. And yes. we're like, okay, you mean UCLA? What do you think? Uh, yeah, and then I was at UCLA for, and that was like while we were recording like season two and three, I think. Right. So I was like in school and, and built my college schedule college around jet. like when college. there were going to be records and would just drive across town. Now that, you know, we're looking back 15 years plus and you see what it's become, like the fan base, how it's impacted a generation. Do you think about how important certain things were, or like your character, how, what it meant to the world? Because me personally, I had no clue that the show was going to become what it's going to become. No. Yep. So going back now, I'm glad I'm doing the podcast and I really get to, wow, like see what we did. Yeah, I could tell as we were making that we were making something really cool. Right. I could feel like the, just the level of like serialization and depth of character that we were exploring here. I could tell like, whoa, this is special, but I didn't know if it would resonate as right. such. Um, so it's been incredibly cool. And it's very fun to go like, oh, here, here's a, a moment or a quote or something that, that will just get repeated to me for like 15 years. And it's like, yeah, I don't know. I said that one time. I don't know. Just said it. And then here we go. And I'm not even sure if I did say it. Yeah. Right. Really, really. Well, that's the thing. I mean, great writers aren't sitting there. It's like, let me come up with a catchphrase or a meme. No. Yeah. They're writing great character moments. Right. And then you perform it. And then it sits into these people's hearts for decades. <laughs> Yes. And as far as relating to your characters, I know for you, Phil, because we go back, we talked about this. You've done so many characters throughout your life in VO and different voices and different sounds. But with this particular character, <laughs> this is probably a, a one of one Phil Lamar kind of character, right? Right. It was really weird. It was one of the very few times. I walk in there. I've worked with Andrea. And she's like, all right, Phil, um, why don't we just have you do your regular voice? I'm like, What? <laughs> You know, sometimes when people say that, you don't know what they really mean. They're like, um, but I knew Andrea knew what my regular voice right. sounded like. It was like, oh, you just want him to be sort of, all right, I am the Earth King, but I don't sound kingly. I don't sound, you know, authoritarian right. or anything. I just sound like a regular person. <laughs> and it's, it worked. It's wonderful. <laughs> Now, I'm going to ask you guys some questions that we ask everybody that comes to the podcast of Braving the Elements. Great. And um, simple questions. First, if you were a bender, what type of bender would you be? First of all, just so excited for the opportunity to be a bender. <laughs> Special. Wow. Oh, man. Finally. Uh, <laughs> 
go water. I'm a water tribe loyalist. And also, you know, the like going with the flow, using the energy as it's coming, that sort of stuff. And, okay. And healing cool. is cool. Healing's cool. Water's cool. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Uh, Earth King? Well, I play the Earth King, so... And also, I just love the idea of, you know, earth bending going into metal bending. I mean, that's powerful. That's cool. So, if I get to choose, watch what you're sitting on. <laughs> so, let me just do a quick, a quick one in the audience. Uh, do we have earth benders in the house? Okay. Do we have water benders in the house? Oh, yeah. That's nice. What a tribe. There it is. Do we have some air nomads in the house? Not if you can help it. Uh, <laughs> Try as hold you on, like. Hold on, hold on a second, hold on a second. Is the Fire Nation in the house? Oh. Thank you, thank you. I just want to get Uh-oh. that out of the way. Every, everyone find out where the exits are. <laughs> All right, now also here's another question. What is your favorite hybrid animal in the series? Favorite Ooh. hybrid animal. Well, you know, for King Quay, he likes bears. Yeah. So, what would I mix a bear with? It would be a bear and a teddy bear. So, <laughs> it would be a real bear, but he had little cute paws. <laughs> Another Bosco bear. Yes. Yes. Um, um, I got a shout out, Appa. I know. Um, Woo! And also, uh, Fufu Cuddly Poops. My boy, Fufu Cuddly Poops. <laughs> Sabertooth Moose Lion. Sabertooth Moose Lion. You were stuck in the ground there yeah. for a while there. It was real cute when they were small. Yeah. And then it doesn't work out great. <laughs> On the show, do you guys have a favorite adversary? I mean, can I say, Zuko, we end up on good terms. <laughs> uh, you can say that. You can say that. Zuko, right. we can, do you have a favorite adversarial Character. Well, I mean, Long Feng is mm. definitely the Earth King's, you know, biggest adversary. But I'd have to say his cutest adversary is Azula. Azula. <laughs> I hate Azula, but I love Azula. <laughs> Good character. And just an extra question we'll throw in here. Um, favorite ship? Any ships from the show? I know we're going to shipping territory, you guys. <laughs> no. Let's not get too crazy. But do you have any favorite ships um I refuse to choose for Sokka between UA and Tsuki love them both they're very important formative relationships different and we chapters won't, in just your life different you know different chapters. many roads um so yeah okay yeah. any ships that you recall Phil that you would um, like I mean I always wanted you know Aang to be with somebody and guitar is so cute so Katang. Katang. Katang it is. Dante, you want to weigh in here? Um, Zutara forever. (laughs) All right, so let's see. Well, if you could be any hybrid animal, Sokka, what kind of animal would you be? It's a complicated question because I would have to choose one that I myself would not want to eat. And I have not yet found one that I would not want to eat. So it's sort of, yeah, I just have to, I could, Appa. Appa. <laughs> I don't know if, I, if I'd be a hybrid animal, but I would definitely want to be my dragon. Dragon's cool. Yeah. Are dragons a hybrid of 
a uh, lizard and, and a, a bird. flame? Bird? A bird? Sure. <laughs> I don't know. I'll ask him next time we hang out. <laughs> now, one last question, Sokka. Uh-huh. What's your favorite karaoke song that you like to do? Okay. Um, uh, Boomerang, Jojo Siwa. <laughs> or, or like if I'm willing to cry, uh, Moondance. <laughs> it's a fabulous night. I mean, you got all the feels there. Oh, Sokka. <sighs> Sorry. So, what about yours? Karaoke song? Um, uh, let me think. What would I like to sing? Something hot. It's, I would really like that with that waterbender. Probably would like to sing "Summer Lovin'." Again, there's okay. There's not. You don't know that many waterbenders. I'm just like a little. Is it? Is it Hama? Because if it's not Hama, <laughs> getting suspicious. <laughs> Thank you, Sokka. Cool. Avatar Braving the Elements is sponsored by Factor. I think we have some weather bending going on. It's finally getting warm out. Yeah, and I gotta say, whoever's controlling the temperature, I'm into it. You know, sun's shining, I'm ready to start feeling good for summer. Well, you're in luck. Factor's no prep, no mess meals can help you fuel up for those sunnier days ahead. Oh, trust me, my friend, they are already part of my health kick. No kidding? Big time. Right now, I'm all about their veggie vegan meals, but their wellness shots also really get me fired up. In a good way? You of all people know that's a yes. Fair enough. But for anyone else out there looking to crush their wellness goals this May, Factor has loads of dietitian approved meals with ingredients that you can trust. Ready in as little as two minutes. Head to factormeals.com slash elements50 and use code elements50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code elements50 at factormeals.com slash elements50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next four boxes while your subscription is active. All right, Phil, Jack. Yes. We're going to do something uh, for this episode. It's going to be fun. We're going to use some, some actually fan engagement here. Does anybody fans want to come help us out on stage? We're going to read through a scene from the show. So we have to cast three actors. We need a Katara. Right here. Yes, come to the stage. There you go. Oh, yeah. And then we have to pick a... Toph. Ooh, ooh. A lot of people uh, want to play Toph. Oh, right here. We got to pick the Toph. Yeah. Here we go. I got a Toph in the house. Feels... What? Toph. Yeah. yeah. If there's anyone cosplaying as this next character, I will be yeah. very impressed and we'll pick An adversary. Long thing. Long thing. <laughs> All right. Let's get this rocking. In this scene, Phil's going to play the Earth King, of course. Jack is going to play Sokka. Cool. Ready? Katara, what's your name? Camille. Camille. Hi, Camille. Camille's playing Katara. Katara. Give her one time for Camille, you guys. Also, Toph, what's your name? It's Toph. No, it's Cheryl. 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 Cheryl's playing Toph and looks amazing. Cheryl as Toph as Toph. Yes. (laughs) And your name, sir? Uh, my name is Jesse, and funny enough, I used to be a voice actor when I was younger. Hey, there we go. Jesse's playing hey. Long Fang, and I will be playing Aang. I'm playing Aang. Oh. Nice! 
I'll be playing A. Clear, yeah, clear all the rasp. We need no du- no classic Dante rasp. We Let need me get a little water before I do youthful. Young Aang. Are we ready to go? Yes. All right. Interior, Earth King's throne room. Aang and company break down the door, finally forcing their way into the center of the palace, the king's throne room. Inside, they see the Earth King sitting at his throne. Next to him is a pie show table where his pet bear is curiously playing with the pieces. <laughs> Nearby are Long Feng and a few Dai Li agents and a few royal guards. They all instantly jump into fighting stances, the Dai Li cocking their stone earthbender fists at the kids who quickly assume fighting stances of their own. We need to talk to you. <laughs> Super good. They're here to overthrow you. No, we're on your side. We're here to help. You have to trust us. You invade my palace, lay waste to all my guards, break down my fancy door, and you expect me to trust you? He has a good point. If you're on my side, then drop your weapons and stand down. The kids look at each other, then agree to drop their weapons. Aang drops his staff, Katara drops her stream of water, Toph drops her rock, Sokka drops his machete. Which she would have done a lot with (laughs) (laughs) if it came to it. And they all assume non-threatening stances. (laughs) See? We're friends. Your earthiness. (laughs) (laughs) The Earth King answers Aang with only a stern gaze. Long Feng nods a command to the Dai Li agents who punch their stone fists at the unarmed kids. The rocks form manacles on the kids' hands. Ah! That's what I would do that. (laughs) Ah! It's good. Good idea. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Ah! Ah! Detain the assailants. But we dropped our weapons. We're your allies. Make sure the Avatar and his friends never see daylight again. The Avatar? You're the Avatar? We uh, see. No, him. <laughs> Over here! Sokka points to Aang. Aang earthbends one of his hands free for a moment to signal. He then earthbends his hand back into the manacle. <laughs> what does it matter, Your Highness? They're enemies of the state. Perhaps you're right. The king's bear ambles over to Aang and licks him. (laughs) Although, Bosco seems to like him. I'll hear what he has to say. Well, sir, there's a war going on right now. For the past 100 years, in fact, the Dali's kept it secret from you. It's a conspiracy to control the city and to control you. Oh, a secret war? That's crazy. Completely. Long Feng didn't want us to tell you, so he stole your sky bison to blackmail us. And blackmail is the least of his crimes. He brainwashed our friend. Long Feng handles the accusations calmly and confidently. All lies. I've never even seen a sky bison, your majesty. Frankly, I thought they were extinct. This is difficult to believe, even from an avatar. These hooligans are part of an anarchist cell that my agents have been tracking for weeks. If you listen to them, you're playing right into your own destruction. I have to trust my advisor. Long Feng motions to the Dai Li, who begin muscling the kids out of the room. Then, just before they're about to leave... Wait! I can prove he's lying. Long Feng says he's never seen a sky bison. Ask him to lift his robe. What?! I am not disrobing. 
Sokka then turns to Aang and nods. Aang nods back, then shoots a strong wind current up Long Thing's robe, lifting it over his head in a hilarious fashion. On Long Thing's leg, there are several bison-sized teeth marks. Right there! Appa bit him! Never met a sky bison, huh? That happens to be a large birthmark. Thanks for showing everyone. Well, uh, I suppose there's no way to prove where those marks came from. Of course there is. Appa is now in the room. Everyone looks at him for a beat, then he grins, displaying his giant teeth. Yep, that pretty much proves it. Yeah! Yeah! Rejoicing sounds! (laughs) Oh, we need a Momo. We didn't cast Momo. Dante, do some Momo rejoicing. (laughs) Good, good, good. But it doesn't prove this crazy conspiracy theory. Though, uh, I suppose it's, this matter's worth looking into. Huh? Okay. Long Feng looks worried. <laughs> he does. <laughs> Interior bossing sang monorail, minutes later. The kids and the Earth King, accompanied by a few royal guards, are all now riding on the train. Several more passengers see the king and whisper excitedly. So, this is what a train is like? I didn't realize it would be this public. So you've never been outside the upper ring before? I've never been outside the palace. He looks out the window to see Aang flying an Appa right beside them. Now that's the way to travel. So, may I ask where we're going? Underneath Lake Laogai, your highness. Kingliness? Kingliness. Uh, to the Daily Secret Headquarters. You're about to see where all the brainwashing and conspiring took place. Exterior Lake Laogai, minutes later. The kids have led the king to the spot where they found the tunnel leading under the lake. Toph tries to find the opening. It's gone. Oh, don't tell me. That's okay. Still got my positive attitude. (laughs) Sokka puts on a big fake smile and a thumbs up. The Dai Li must have known we were coming and destroyed the evidence. The Earth King now looks mistrustful. Hmm. That seems awfully convenient. Hey, if anything, this proves the conspiracy exists even more. Long Feng was right. This was a waste of time. If you'll excuse me, I'm going back to the palace. The king starts to walk back towards the monorail. The wall! They'll never be able to cover that up in time. Oh yeah! If you come with us to the outer wall, we can prove to you that the secret wall is real! What? No! No Earth King has ever been to the outer wall! I don't have any more time for this nonsense. If you come with us, this time you can ride on Appa. (gasps) Exterior sky above agrarian zone later. (laughs) The Earth King looks down, terrified by the flight. First time flying. He stops cringing and takes a moment to appreciate the magnificent view of a city in the distance. It's both thrilling and terrifying. Yeah, I hate it too. (laughs) I have to be honest with you. Part of me really hopes that what you're telling me about this war isn't true. I wish it wasn't. Suddenly, Aang points below. It's still there! They look below where there indeed is a gigantic drill stuck in the wall. What is that? It's a drill. A giant drill made by the Fire Nation to break through your walls. (gasps) Appa lands on the top of the wall. The kids in the Earth King look down at the drill in the wall. I can't believe I never knew. I can explain this, Your Majesty. This is nothing more than a uh, 
construction project. Really? Then perhaps you could explain why there's a Fire Nation insignia on your construction project. <laughs> it's imported, of course. You know, you can't trust domestic machinery. Surely you don't believe these children instead of your most loyal attendant. The Earth King looks to Long Feng, who is stewing with anger. Tai Li, arrest Long Feng. I want him to stand trial for crimes against the Earth Kingdom. He looks at the Dai Li agents. Everyone watches with bated breath, waiting to see if the Dai Li will obey. Even the two Dai Li agents seem to be calculating their decision, but then they seize Long Feng. You can't arrest me! You all need me more than you know! As Long Feng is dragged away, Sokka shouts after him. Looks like Long Feng is long gone! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, oh yeah, been waiting to use that one. Right, and scene. Thank you guys! Give it up one time! Top, Tara, Long Feng, thank you guys so much! Great. You guys want to hear a quick one? Since me and Jack are here. Yeah. Oh, let's do this one. Maybe we could do a little something. You guys ready? Exterior sky, war balloon, dusk. (laughs) Zuko periodically firebends into the balloon to keep it afloat, while Sokka adjusts the valves to steer it. There's an uncomfortable silence. They're like strangers on an elevator trying to avoid eye contact. Pretty clouds. Yeah, fluffy. (whistles) What? 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 Oh, I didn't say anything. You know, a friend of mine actually designed these war balloons. No kidding? Yep. A balloon. But for war. If there's one thing my dad's good at... It's war. Yep, seems to run in the family. Hey, hold on. Not everyone in my family's like that. I know, I know. You've changed. I met my uncle. Zuko looks off in space. He was more of a father to me. And I really let him down. Zuko looks down, ashamed of his old self. Sokka feels a little sorry for him. I think your uncle would be proud of you. Leaving your home to come help us, that's hard. It wasn't that hard. Really? You didn't leave behind anyone you cared about? Zuko thinks for a quick beat. Well, I did have a girlfriend, May. That gloomy girl who sighs a lot? (laughs) Yeah. Everyone in the Fire Nation thinks I'm a traitor. I couldn't drag her into it. My first girlfriend turned into the moon. (laughs) That's rough, buddy. There you go. There we go. Beautiful, you guys. Wow. <laughs> nice to revisit. They're still in there. They're you still get, in there. You guys somewhere. still got it. <laughs> That's so such a nice scene. Okay, we're gonna move on with the show. Woo! So now we are gonna have some more fun. Any favorite shows that jump out to you in your illustrious career? Dragon Prince was a joy to record. Avatar, it was very mix and matchy, where it was like, I pretty much always was in the booth with 
you and in May, May as us through a lot. Oh, okay. But literally not once got to record with Zach. Except over the really? air. Over the, he was in New York, yeah. Yeah, he was. Oh, he was I, I, don't, right. I don't even think I ever. Met him still to this day? No. no <laughs> I mean, as a kid. In, as a kid, I met him at the series right, three. Right, premiere. premiere. Yeah. Um, Dragon Prince, the first three seasons, we had the great fortune of being able to, like, full cast record every episode. Like, everybody's in the booth together. Right. Um, and that was an uh, absolute joy. And now, unfortunately, because of COVID restrictions, season four has been the complete opposite. Um, but uh, That's rough, buddy. That, it is. <laughs> it is rough. Yeah, but just getting, to be, just getting to be in the room watching, like, that was such a fun one because we're getting to watch other scenes play out. So there's times where you're working and you're really in it, and then it's like, cool, now I'm just going to sit down and watch this really intense moment. And, which, for me, for Avatar, was always the, like, break of any record. was like, and now I'm going to sit and watch right. D... Do animals right. <laughs> like, like twenty minutes and it's just awesome. such a joy. Yeah. Any favorite shows that jump out to you? Phil Lamar. Um, well, it's it's a tough question because I've been so fortunate, you know, to work on amazing shows with great creators, you know, um, and people who built these incredible worlds. I, I mean, I got to be the samurai in Samurai Jack. Um, <laughs> Green Lantern and Justice League, you know, working with Bruce Tim, you know, Gendy Tartakovsky. We're uh, actually we're, we're back doing a new season of Futurama, yeah. you know, which, you know, and so to be able to work with such amazingly creative people, um, I mean, if I have to pick a favorite, um, I would say actually developing a, a, a series of my own called Goblins which is based on a D&D uh, webcomic of the same name. And we're trying to turn this into an animated series and raise enough money to record a um, short trailer to try to take it out and sell it. And the best thing about that was I got to cast it. Right. And I called up some of my friends, and I got to cast Steve Bloom, Matthew Mercer, <laughs> Billy West, Jennifer Hale... Uh. Maurice LaMarche. Wow. Um, you know, uh, and Matt and I, and Jim Cummings. And I have to say that there was nothing more amazing than being in a session with a script that we had written and to have people at this level of talent. You know, because I'm an actor. I've read these lines out loud. I know how this scene is going to go. But you hand it to those people, and everything they do is better than you as a writer could ever even have imagined. I'm like, they're so good. So that was my favorite recording. Yeah, and like your latest is your favorite sometimes. And I just directed and wrote my, my first film as a director, The Fabulous Filipino Brothers. And it's on Hulu right now, so you can watch it. And my first time directing, and so it's definitely one of my favorite things. Now, I just want to thank Phil and Jack for joining us on Braving the Elements podcast live at San Diego Comic-Con. Such a blast. I want to thank all of you guys. Please follow the podcast for all the breaking news on all the upcoming information and projects coming out from the Avatarverse. We'll see you guys on the podcast. Thank you guys so much, San Diego Comic-Con. Thank you guys. Thank you for coming out. 
Thanks for listening to Avatar Brave the Elements and make sure to subscribe and please leave us a review. It really helps the podcast so much and me and Janet really appreciate it. Next week, we're bringing some celebrity super fans, Major Kurta and Lex Mason, for a roundtable discussion on their love of the Avatarverse. You can follow me on social media at the JV Club on Instagram and at Janet Varney on Twitter. And I'm at Dante Bosco on both of those. We'll see you next Tuesday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.